1: Thank you once again for downloading and listening to another and special episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. This is the first in our series of festivities to bring to you at what has been an absolutely disgraceful 2020. Hopefully things like this will put a smile on your face or maybe some of the things that we talk about tonight may make you more angry than you have ever been these last 12 months. It's entirely possible. Uh, my name is Clive and I'm joined by, as ever, my co-host Ricky. Good evening, Ricky. How are you? Doing well. Yourself? I'm good, thanks. I'm excited for what we have ahead tonight. I'm very excited.
0: And I'm excited, but at the same time, it's, it's going to be a lot of work. And I think a lot of debate going on over the next few episodes. It could be interesting. It will
1: be interesting. Uh, and someone who's good with the debates has joined us, which reminds me, by the way, at the, as of time of recording, we'll need to do a, a Wrestling Debate Club column soon.
2: Uh, and we are overdue, yeah. We
1: are overdue, so re- welcoming my Wrestling Debate Club co-columnist and friend in life and in love, <laughs> Rance Morris, welcome back to the show. For, What's good, uh,
2: guys? What to do? How y'all doing? Good, doing thanks. Good.
1: Feels like I haven't spoken to you in a long time.
2: I know, right? Man, like, you know, you think you know a person and then, like, you don't talk to them for like 15 minutes and then all of a sudden it changes your whole outlook on life.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Ricky, tell us what yep. we're doing. Go for it. So, tonight is
0: the first of possibly three. Um, First part of a three and our sixty-four wrestler for achachtology. So tonight we'll be doing just round one, which is thirty two matchups. Brief discussion if we want and then give our pick and we'll move that person on to the next round. Mm-hmm. Um so what we've done, let's like say is over over a couple of episodes we produced 64 wrestlers from WWE, AEW Slash Indies and New Japan through and James Boyd helped contribute for a few Joshi wrestlers as well. I managed to put all these names in a spreadsheet and had it put a formula in which generated it in a random list. <clears throat> so I will just go straight on to match number one, match up number one. Like so,
1: me. just basically bias, pure bias, can be the reason for your pick.
0: Well, so that was so that's what we'll, because we've never really discussed, um, a like the criteria. So, if you want to add anything to this, me personally, I think criteria would be like kayfabe, like in the sense of like kayfabe titles and booking, etc. So, Obviously, how many titles you've won, whether like you know Royal Rumble wins or G1 wins or main event in Wrestle Kingdom, main event in WrestleMania,
1: okay. the
0: other one being just general Ren IQ, etc. If you want, but I think the deciding factor probably comes down to it, and it would be quality of matches as well.
1: Take it all into account,
0: yep. Um, you can lean. Whenever you're giving your own personal pick, are you looking? Okay, you can lean into whatever whichever one you want more heavily. Okay. So again, this has been randomly generated. Like I said, we don't need to get into too much of a debate because like I said we've got thirty-two matchups, and I think if we sit here debating every single match, um, you know, but, we'll be here all night. Ricky.
2: But
0: Ricky. Think- <laughs> I think if you want to just give your pick and just give a few brief points as to why, and then if we really want to get uh, kind of into it, we can. So, first up, we have, and I say this was generated completely randomly, some interesting matches this has created. Mm. First up, we have got John Moxley. Versus Adam Cole.
2: Oh my God, that's the first
0: one. First one. This isn't even the best one. I texted you earlier on saying there's one pick, one match up here that is insane, and it's. I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys think of that one. But Mox and Adam Cole first up, Rance. If you
2: want to give your pick as well as reasons. Bro, so Moxley was the PWI number one. And I thought, I thought, Michael Cole, I thought Adam Cole had a fair claim to being the PWI number one. This is crazy. And it hurts me. Oh my God, it hurts me. But Moxley's on another level right now. Like, Moxley, I'm, I, nobody's better than Roman right now, but Moxley is like as close as you can get. So I, I gotta go with Moxley.
1: I've got I'm going with him as well and it's not even based off his run as moxley in aew it's his body of work in wwe oh good point multiple championships um regularly in upper to mid upper mid card slash main event feuds um beat, he beat both members of the shield in one night that should not be taken away from him at any stage uh And I just, in general, for the vast majority of his main roster career, I thoroughly enjoyed Dean Ambrose, so, and I I like to slag Adam Cole something rotten because of his build weight, 210 pounds, like, fucking pure lies. (laughs) Hey,
2: man, if a black man tells you he's 215 pounds, then he's 215 pounds, bro.
1: Shout out to Adam Cole's folks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, right. My pick is obviously mox as well. Um obviously he was known as like for a lot of his like hardcore like uh what's that what did promotion is it
1: C ah. Z W.
0: Yes. Um so even if you want to factor all that in but you really don't need to in my mind because like you say the stuff he done as part of his shield coming out of the shield uh, winning all the titles he could possibly win in WWE um, Some awesome Awesome feuds Then goes on to, to have some really really good matchup Matches in the G1 Really good showing in the G1 Moving on to AEW and see what he's done there But I think I kind of forget like Adam Cole before Coming on to NXT um, Part of Bullet Club Part of uh, Ring of Honor when Ring, over, when Ring of Honor was still like a respectable promotion. Um, yeah, he ran Ring of Honor. Yep, in the, in the, in the beginning of the decade, kind of, he was part, uh, teaming with, um, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. For, yep, future shock as well.
2: Sure, um, but but he was also part of the kingdom with Taven and, yep. and Mike Canelis Bennett.
0: And he was, for a period, I think it was alongside Eddie Edwards as well. I, mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, Mox, Mox is my pick as well. Um, I I think it's pretty emphatically em, pretty emphatic. If I'm honest, uh, I would go with Max.
1: No arguments here. So I, nope. that's
2: that emphatic, but it's but well, yes, Max. I'm
0: gonna keep slipping in and out. So once I'm going back and forth. Oh <laughs> lord! Oh my god! That's match
1: number
0: match number two. <laughs> we hmm. have. Kota Abushi versus Tanahashi.
2: Oh ho! Oh. oh my God! <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> oh goodness!
1: Jeez. Well, that goodness. happened
2: this year. That already happened this year. Oh. Who's going first? Me, me, me or me and going first. Go, go ahead, Clive.
1: As impressive as Kota Abushi is, he's done a lot of wild crazy shit this decade. So if you're looking at in rank accolades in the big companies, there aren't that many. And Tanahashi is Mr. New Japan and has been for a long time, so... I th- I think I have to go with Tana Hashi for this one. It's a b- crying shame that Kota Abushi's got to go, but that's the, the luck of the draw.
2: Shit, that's Kota that and else. Adam Cole are gone. Five minutes that's into this,
1: disgusting.
2: All I hear in my head is Jeremy looking at me like I'm stupid, and Josh saying, "But he's the ace, bro." So, like, when you're the ace of a major company, for like. Almost the entire decade, and and all credit to Abushi because if Abushi, if the Abushi we've gotten over the past two years had been the same Abushi for the past ten, then I'd go with the Abushi. But he's floated around aimlessly so long, just kind of doing what he wanted, and not signing contracts with the major company to the point where he was never given oppor- the opportunities he probably deserved. You know, but man, have, he was. I think so, because you know he would have won. He's won two G1s back-to-back in his first two years signed in Japan. He would have won the Cruiserweight Classic had he signed. Like, there's a whole bunch of things he would have been given, he just didn't want to sign a contract. Yeah. But, I mean, Tanahashi's made of anywhere like five Tokyo Domes? Like, it's Tanahashi. Yeah, it's Tanahashi for me, but I think,
0: I think it's a lot closer than you might initially think. Uh, like he says, I know, and the crazy thing is, like Josh doesn't remember, probably because I was speaking to him, uh, and like <laughs> it was Josh, it was advocating, fuck that, like don't don't rank people, just have it like free for all and have it chaotic. Cause I think his example was Io e. Shirai versus Brock Lesnar in the first round. Um uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. So that'd be and, fire,
2: that'd be a fire as
0: match, uh, and, and and I agree because I think if we did uh, start ranking individuals, I think basically we would just. There's no point in recording the initial first two rounds. We may as well get to a final eight. Um, so, yeah, Bushi, what, 2019-2020 G1? Um, I was tag champ with Kenny? Was he not IWGP junior heavyweight, uh, junior, junior champ as well? Maybe two or three times?
2: And a never-upperweight champ.
0: But, yeah, like I've just, you know... If we don't pick Tanahashi here, I know Jeremy and Josh are going to be in our ears, and I think Tanahashi is definitely the pick here. Um, it's it's very very close though. Um, but yeah, we got. To, I think we do have to go Tanahashi um, without a doubt ultimately. Okie
1: doke. I'm happy with that. Um.
0: And and also the crazy thing about Tanahashi being is the guys in like also mid forties, you know, and still right now producing like awesome, awesome matches.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: hey, right. Match up number three. This one, like I said, I don't think we're going to debate this whatsoever. <laughs> Matt Hardy versus Seth Rollins.
1: Oh, for God's sake!
0: So I think we're all going with Seth.
2: Aye. Uh, I don't know, man. Look, there's a no I'm playing Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: match number four Let me go up. Matthew. well I mean right
1: at, at the end of the right. day it's not, it's not up for discussion
0: no definitely not right so match number four we have Honma taking on I'm Ude. picking
2: up Oh, who? New Day. I was going to pick Honma no matter who he faced. So, yeah, New Day. I was going to pick New Day, no matter who. I was going to. Yeah. Honma was going to lose no matter who he faced, is what I want to say.
1: This is sheer bias and ignorance that I don't know much about Honma and New Day. If we're looking at an entire unit, uh, whether they're single or plural, the accolades, the classic moments over the years, merch, all that, everything, all the intangibles, you've got to put New Day over quite a lot of these people that they'll be up against, so New Day are going through for me.
0: Yeah, I'll go New Day, but um, Hornma is an ex IWGP Tag Champion. Um, Also, didn't didn't he win World Tag League as well, maybe two or three times. Um, I think he was ranked in a, I don't know, yeah, I don't really, I didn't pay much attention to Mox being ranked number one in that PWI thing, because that's like a kayfabe uh, list. Um, so, but I think karma was also, I don't know if it was twenty seventeen or sixteen, but I think he certainly was like top two hundred or so. But it's New Day, yeah, New Day for I think. The one thing that we say when we were doing it initially was that it has to be exclusively what they've done as a tag team or as a faction type thing. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't, I felt at the time we couldn't include Kofi's world title run. But see, when you think about it, E and Woods were heavily, heavily involved in Kofi getting there and winning it. So maybe it's bias because we're loving New Day so much. I genuinely feel like we have to have Kofi's initial push in winning the title in amongst the New Day storyline because, like I said, they they won the, the gauntlet match to get Kofi into the main event, or I say the main event, into WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan. But,
1: so
2: but even
0: if, Even if you don't, they're oh, the most successful tag
2: team in history.
0: It's still New Day, but I think as we go further into the next round and the next match-ups, I think the Kofi thing should still be a factor in people's decisions moving forward as well, along with everything else they've achieved.
1: Yep, including the classic, all-time classic rivalry with the Usos in 2017.
2: And their never-ending rivalry with Cesaro and Friend.
1: (laughs) Oh, Cesaro, what a guy.
2: Right. Well,
1: next
0: on the list is Cesaro versus <laughs> <laughs> Right, so this is match up number five. I think we know we're going to go with this. We have Minoru Suzuki versus the Revival slash FTR.
2: Oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. shit!
2: Oh ho oh. Oh, oh, oh. Somebody about to be mad at me. Somebody about to be mad at me.
0: Are you the FTR?
2: No. I think I'm gonna take Suzuki. Um I and this is so yes. I know you said we can do whatever our own criteria is. From a K Favor standpoint, FTR has won a championship in every brand they've been on. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and now AEW. Yep. That is legendary. Yes. Suzuki has yet to win the IWGP heavyweight championship, but he's won every other title they could win. and not only that, but I think he won the Triple Crown and the GHC, whatever all the other championships in Japan. I don't know all. However, from a purely biased standpoint, FTR to me. Is highly overrated. Ooh. They are as good as it gets in the ring, but that is the least, most important part you need to be a successful sports entertainer. So you can be as fantastic. Brent, Al- Brent Albright was as good as you could get in the ring. You have no idea who the fuck I'm talking about. Like, it takes so much more than to be fantastic in the ring. So, with that being said, Suzuki has, Suzuki is a legitimate MMA fighter, <laughs> Suzuki is a fantastic wrestler, and Suzuki also is one of the most intimidating human beings, wrestlers, characters out there. There is, Suzuki's character work is so strong that his music is one of the, one of the most legendary songs in wrestling history. People sing his music along... Sing along with his music. English people sing along to his music in Japanese. Like, so much about Suzuki, the character and the person, is like... Just... His lore and legendary. Notice FTR. But Suzuki was the wrong person for them to go against. I gotta go with the murder grandpa.
1: Okay, do you? do you... I
0: agree. I agree. Because... He... Has main evented Wrestle Kingdom twenty eleven or twelve was against Tanahashi? I can't remember which year. One of the two. Um, has came close as well. I think in thirteen, uh, just missing out in the G one finals. Um, picked up wins against Okada along the way as well. Um, I think he's also. Um. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, he's not entirely sure when he won it, but he's been never weight champion as well as IWGP Intercontinental Champion, but I, I'm not sure if that was in this decade or not. But I think I think with FTR, like what Ryan says, revival, was, yes, NXT, Raw, um, did they win Raw and SmackDown? Yeah. I think they did, didn't they? And, they didn't um, did they win Raw and SmackDown?
2: They want They want every single one. Yeah, Raw,
0: SmackDown, NXT, and AEW. AEW. Yeah. However, I will argue that between after debuting on Raw, which was amazing, they tapered off. So if you want to factor in booking and whatever you want, like it wasn't even though they win all these titles, you still went like. The revival, like that's the Revival we saw on NXT and I love the Revival, I still think they're one of the best tag teams in the world, I think there's a difference between talent and ability than booking, but there was still like a lull before they went to AEW so yeah, I have no issue but Revival here
1: Well, my vote doesn't count, well it doesn't matter but if we're
2: basing it on the... what matters.
1: Well, you know what I mean Uh In the last three years, three and a bit years, the revival peaked at the end of 2017. And since then it has been, as Ricky has sort of implied, a steady decline might be too harsh a word. But they never reached those dizzy heights of the tail end of their NXT run. Minoru Suzuki has maintained, if not improved upon, a steady level of excellence. And it's not wavered or waned. So, based on that, that sort of curvature of form, importance, credibility, uh, I would go for Suzuki as well. So that's a lot of unanimous votes tonight already. But a lot of
2: give it, give it down.
1: Internet favourites have hit the floor already. <sighs> Brutal stuff. Next up, we
0: have. <clears throat> So this is matchup number six, six. Seven, seven, sorry.
2: This is six, isn't six, it?
0: Six, sorry, yeah, six. We have Nene Takahashi taking on. Oh, I love this guy. Zach Saber Jr.
2: Toromo Takahashi? Nene. Oh, is this the Joshi? What's yep. Oh well, unfortunately for her, I don't know who she is. Nah, I went to James versus Saber. Yup. No diss to her. No diss to her because I, I, if she's a Josie, Josie and James is the one who, uh, who said that, who, who recommended her. I know she's fire, but I gotta go to ESJ just for the fact that I know who he is and what he can do, and. And If we're just being honest, ZSJ is one of the most one of the most accomplished indie wrestlers in in the world in the past ten years, and he's taken that to New Japan and has become one of the more popular and, and, and one of the more successful New Japan people in the world. So I got to go with Zach Seba Jr.
1: Likewise, so, sorry Nene, but I've got no clue who you are. <laughs>
2: Now watch me whip. Watch me nene takahashi. Whip, whip. Watch me nene takahashi. Right. What was that, six? Seven. Yes. Six. So this
0: is seven. Oh,
2: God. This is seven. This is seven. I'm writing it down as we go. This is number seven.
0: We've got uh, Tessa Blanchard.
2: She lost. Whoever, whoever, I don't care whoever it is. It could be Cody Rhodes. Whoever is going against Tesla is winning.
0: Versus Christopher Hero. Oh,
1: (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Chris Hero's best days are well behind them.
0: Look, if we are going... If we are going purely, like, putting... What we feel about the individual to one side. Like, she's been in Lucha Underground. I don't even know if you're going to count her NXT stuff. Like, she was in what a handful of matches. She was in the May Young Classic. Um, she was in Stardom for a short period. Women of Wrestling and Impact, and we all know she's done an Impact Knockout Champion and became the first ever Women's Impact World Champion. Um, think for a short period she was in Lucha Libre as well. I'm we'll gonna have to go Tessa Blanchard.
1: Ooh.
2: in a in a perfect world, Tessa Blanchard has me to be the pick. In a perfect world, however, she's a piece of shit. And, is- and because because I have the the right to be biased. I'm choosing to throw all my stanky-ass bias on her. Shout out to Chris Hero. We're we going we go with the wrestling genius.
1: If I had... If there was a gun to my head and I was asked, who would you rather listen to audio of doing, doing, doing a shit, I would not want to listen to Chris Hero taking a shit.
0: <laughs> oh, I forgot about that stuff.
1: Because that would be some... Grizzly, grizzly audio. <laughs> oh. I'm just thinking of the traje- trajectory. The last few years has been going up for Tessa and down for Hero. Right, I'm going to get some hate, I'm going for Tessa Blanchard.
2: Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. All I... right. Thank you. these matchups. Oh, Take my yours. God. Here we go. my stomach now.
0: Next up, we have Shingo Tagagi taking on another piece of shit. Will Osprey.
2: Ooh, but that... Imagine
1: that match, though. See, I don't want... I don't know much about Shingo Takage, But
2: He's the man. That's all I need to know. He's the fucking man.
1: And I know I just... I picked Tessa based on... Despite of her... Shit... Being a shit person. So I don't want to not pick Osprey because he's a shit person but I don't like the way he wrestles matches so you're
0: going Tagagi? I'm going Ta- for something Tag- I've never name. right I'm going Osprey and Ranch I feel like they had a match at the Super Juniors last year maybe even a final I feel like they did um, I don't know his match,
2: but they did. They have wrestled before,
0: yes. Yeah, I'm going Osprey. Um, I also, I'm not like, I, I think he's great. I'm also not the biggest fan of him, or in that general style. Like, I, but I feel like there was a period, a, a big stretch, I think, of last year where he was legitimately in the conversation of being the best wrestler in the world. Um, I think a lot of his matches are either very, very good or just solid. There's not much below that. Um, I'm going to go Osprey because, I, like I said, I feel like what I've witnessed in the last sort of three years is someone who's getting better and better and someone who's putting on some stellar, stellar matches, even though. But it says he is a piece of shit, And I know um, Tagage was, again, I don't pay much attention to PWI list, but I think he was high in like 2015-14-ish. I know he's um been Thai champions uh, in New Japan as well, as well as a couple of other promotions uh, over in uh, Japan. Uh, but like I said, I feel like Osprey's work these last three years, Especially some of the stuff he's done in the G One um, and in the Super Juniors, um, really, really impressed with his stuff. Um, and I'm going to go Osprey, despite the fact that I don't like him.
2: Shingo was the big boss, um, the big bad guy, and uh, and Dragon Gate, but I can't list off his. I can't list off his. Uh, Accomplishments. We all know what Will Osprey has done and will continue to do. Um, I, I, I enjoy Shingo more, excuse me, but in a in a format like this, I got to go with Osprey. Sorry, Brian.
1: <laughs> it's all right. My vote doesn't matter, so it's fine.
2: Your vote mattered last time. You voted for fucking Tesla. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, Ma- too- next
2: matchup. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> God, look at this match. We're even now, sir. Mm-hmm. We're even now.
0: So here we go. Another New Japan versus New Japan type matchup here. We have Sanada taking on Shibata. Mm. Rance, you
1: want know, off? Sorry, I got a
2: mouthful of food.
1: <laughs> Take your time. Shabata. Because...
2: Shabata. Uh, Not even close.
1: I was thinking that myself. Not too well versed on either of them, but Shabata is more of a, a legend in the grand scheme of things. More of a big name, so I'm going for Shabata as well.
0: Yeah, like I've liked some of the stuff Sanada's done recently. Um, I think he had a. Can't remember which event or which show it was that against Refokada last year. That was a really, really good match.
2: G one um, final. But not final, but it was he was like he made it really far in G one. Yeah. Sonata's that guy that continuously go like, man, he's 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 next. And like next it year. Is. You know what? He's next. And the next year, you know what? He's next. And the next year, you know what? He's next. And it's been like ten years now. And he ain't mm. never been next.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Shibata,
2: but just kind of like,
0: if he never got that damn, never done that damn headbutt, we would still get to watch him wrestle. And I felt like when, it feels like a lifetime ago now, where he came down and had, uh, where, um, what's his name, um, is Kenter? Kenter. Yep, and I felt like, wait, like is he going to wrestle again? So, I I felt like that was going to lead to something, uh, which would have been kind of cool, but at the same time, you're like, no, it's probably not a good idea that you ever take a bump.
2: Just Um, the way to put over Godot. That's all it was.
0: So, yeah, I'm going to go Shibata as well. Next up, it's going to be an interesting, I think, debate. We have Finn Balor slash the prince. Mm hmm. Taking on Becky Lynch.
2: Oh, oh. oh no. No, Cloud, you gotta go first, bro. You
0: gotta
1: uh, go first.
0: Fun it's ball. fun. It's fun. But I think sorry to cut you off. I think the argument here I think it's two things, right? You either take the absolute peak of Becky Just think back to her broken nose mouthing off at Rhonda moment. The absolute peak that she put women's wrestling on. Like She was the biggest wrestler in North America at that point, right? And you're like, how the hell can you go against her? Well, we're going against a guy that was the Bullet Club. We are going against a guy who was NXT. Mm -hmm. We're going against a guy who... Was the first ever? Was it Universal? Was it was it the red one? Universal, wasn't it? When it beat Seth Rollins, I know it was only for like half a day. We're going against the current NXT
2: guy. So okay. like, I, I see what you're doing here. You're trying, you trying you try to, you're trying to bet the pot. I see what you're doing here. Like I
0: Look, get, I get, I get if somebody wants to argue for Becky because her peak was so damn high. But, but, but Finn has done some
2: great things this decade. I'm not saying he hasn't. But I think you're underselling Becky.
1: No, People all.
2: are, I think, what I mean is, yes, you can talk about her peak, and yes, that is what, her peak is as high as any wrestler has gotten since John Cena. And that's including Roman, being a Roman Sand. This is what it is. It's facts. However, she was already like a two or three time world champion before that. But
0: I think there's, there's been a world champion. And being a world champion.
2: And you can say the same about Finn.
0: Man, that guy carries it. He made NXT Mm -hmm.
2: the first time. So you put you put Finn's Finn's first NXT title reign against Becky's year long NXT uh, year long world title reign. Put him neck and neck. Cool. Becky still got three other title reigns. And yes, Finn Finn Balor was the Finn Balor was the man. Finn Balor was the man. In the Bullet Club. However, he was not the he was not the whole Bullet Club. In fact, be, be real with you, Carl Anderson was the Bullet yep. Club number one. Yep. And number two, he never won a title over the juniors title. He, he never He, he, he didn't he, win the IC title. He didn't he win the a, world title.
0: He was a foundation and a and a faction. Now
2: you can put that down to the booking, or just what's what the, in the in the in the history of wrestling, what's going to be more important to the history of wrestling, the Bullet Club or the Four Horsewomen?
1: Oh, Francis, angry,
2: and, and 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 I'm and I'm bothered because I am a huge Finn fan and I want to stick up for Finn, but I feel like Becky has been undersold, and I don't like you making me defend her. I don't like it.
0: I'm not I'm not underselling her. Like I like. I think if you compare her few title runs, that's fine. I think you can compare, maybe not. I don't think there is anything that Finn done that quite reaches a peak of what Becky achieved. And that includes Finn's time in NXT because at the end of the day, like you say, NXT is what it is because of Finn. But he's been consistently awesome. Bar maybe, bar maybe a couple of years, the last few years, Last couple of years where he kind of went, he was just kind of meandering through the roster. and Not really, ha- ha- Anything happened to him? Like his injury, that that shoulder injury, like basically derailed all momentum, and he was never giving it
2: back. So let me, let me put you like this: I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it to. I know Clive you're gonna jump in. I'm sorry. Finn has done a lot of things that are important to wrestling fans. Becky has done a lot of things that is important to the history of the business. Ricky? I'm going to go Finn.
1: I'm changing my my mind.
0: Are you going Becky? I
1: think first of all, if we're going to have Becky not on and Tessa on, then that's just throw it out. But simply put, Becky has done more for women's wrestling than Finn Balor has done for both NXT and the Bullet Club, because it wasn't just—I mean, yes, Finn Balor was Mister NXT, but Bailey was Miss NXT, and she was there at the same time. She helped both to that. It wasn't just him. And I think Jeffy, Jinsuke, Becky, Sami
2: Zayn, Neville. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm
1: sorry. So uh, Finn Balor's gone. I'm afraid.
2: Becky Lynch, look. Again, I know we all have our annoyances with her as a character. Oh, God, yes. but, but 30 years down the line, if you're reading the book about wrestling, you can tell the story of wrestling without Finn Balor. Know this. Know this. But you can tell the story of wrestling without Finn Balor. You cannot tell the story of professional wrestling without Becky Lynch. If I have
0: to concede then. I lost.
1: Yep. Sorry, pal.
0: Alright, Okay, let's move forward. <laughs> yeah, what what, what match-up is this now? Is this number 9? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8,
2: 9,
0: 10, 11. We have Dragon Lee. I can't remember. Was this did we do this on the... Who picked Dragon League?
1: Yeah,
2: Drake.
0: Dragon... You yeah, right, okay. yeah. Oh, it right? Sorry, I wasn't sure if it was a these... Versus... Kevin
1: Owens. Oh, come on. Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Are we all... Uh, are we unanimous? Yep. Okay. Note this... Because Dragon slash Raul Lee is fantastic. But Kevin Owens Kevin Owens.
1: Yeah. Kevin Owens' first words as NXT commentator last week were, Vic Joseph, nice makeup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, Dragon Lee, uh, was he not in this, like, was he not making this, this, did he not make a top 50, like, stupid make-believe PWI list this year?
2: He has great matches, yeah. but that's all he does. He's guys. also...
0: Junior heavyweight champ. I mean, I'm going to go KO because even before the NXT stuff, like,
2: remember Kevin Steen?
1: Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, it's KO.
2: PWG. B- um, Ring of Honor. Like, everywhere. Yes. Number 12.
1: Okie Okay. Dog. Um. So
0: There we, go. we have Chris Daniels. I think we can, we don't even need to discuss this. Versus Nakamura.
1: <laughs> right, okay. Are
0: we, are we all just going go Naka?
1: Uh huh.
0: But we really don't ranch.
1: You're muted,
2: Rance. Food. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> completely unanimous, but shout out to Daniels for making the list, because he deserves to be on the list. He's done a lot for the business, but it's Nakamura.
1: Yeah,
0: that's it. Don't take me too. No.
2: I just want y'all to know this burger's hidden right now. I just need y'all to know that.
0: It's hidden? That means it's good. Okay. Right, here we go. We have... Taiji Ishimori... Versus... Pentagon.
1: Oh... Now, I'm going to be biased and just go for Pentagon here. Now... I'm not aware of his... Triple A accolades... Hit and miss in AEW... But by God, was he... He was a big deal in Lucha Underground. So, I'm going for Pentagon.
2: It's Pentagon. And I I don't, so I don't know a lot of Ishimori's accolades besides the fact that Ishimori was was a former um, junior heavyweight champion. I think he's a junior tag champ. Um, I think he's also the
0: current Junior Heavyweight Champ as well, I think.
2: I don't think he's current right now, is he? Is he not
0: current?
2: Okay. I could be wrong. But Pentagon is a world champion in like three promotions. TNA world champ, AAA world champ, Lucha Underground world champ if you count that. Like, Pentagon is like, Pentagon is a first ballot Hall of Famer already. And like, he is the only guy I could think of off the top of my head. Well, no, I'm sure there's more, but like, who is a multiple time, multiple promotion world champ and is consistently booked as a mid card act? It is the wildest thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. go Pentagon as well. I
0: think. Even even in. If you're not familiar with him, I think you've saw him in a few singles matches in AW and that alone shows you just like, you know that he could be a great singles guy as well. <sighs> so, that
2: was...
0: so what number are we on now,
2: sorry? All right. Fourteen. Fourteen.
0: Right. Oh, i my open up.
1: You take your time. Shout out to Microsoft Office.
2: <laughs> and we do. At this point of the show, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Microsoft Office. Have you ever wanted to get it done? No, go ahead, continue. continue. We have Ishi versus Toguchi. Who versus Toguchi?
0: Oh, wait, I oh, already said them, didn't I? Sorry, I forgot, mixed up, yeah?
2: You said Ishimori versus Pentagot. yeah so.
0: Yeah. sorry, Yeah. sorry. So, oh, no, I put this in twice. Oh, no, I haven't, no, I haven't. We have. So, it is Taguchi versus Tomohiro Ishii. There we go about right now. Let me probably edit that. Rans, you want to kick us off?
2: Ishi. So, uh, but look, so I've had this fight with Josh and Jeremy quite often because to, oh no, that's Tai Chi. Um, no, Taguchi. Taguchi is very underrated because he's won, he's won a lot of uh, tag titles, junior tag titles. He's won a lot of um, junior headway titles, this, that, and the other. He was, I think he was a tag partner with Finn and Apollo 55 and said a lot of things. But Ishii may be the most, one of the most, un, on the list of most underrated wrestlers ever. Yeah, shout out to Ishii.
0: In loyalty to one of the podcasts on the network and Rich, I will agree with Rance. I'm not sure if it would go down too well if we didn't put him through. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, based on sheer name recognition alone, knowing that the IWC is very fond of Mister Ishii, e. I'm going to go for him as well.
2: Oh, oh. Find, that find that man a neck. Find that man a neck.
0: I says find that man a nut? And I'm like, what? No.
2: Again, food. My bad.
0: Yep. Uh, So here we go. This could be interesting. We have the pirate. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.
2: Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. Ninety-one percent of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
0: Oh, Kyrie saying, taking on Jushin Thunder Liger. Ooh. Ooh. Clever. Uh, this is from the last decade. That's what it could be. Like, we need to probably stress that. Okay. Again. <sighs> Clive, you want your ranchers eating?
1: I mean, for me, Kyrie's saying peaks... I don't know even the last Shayna Baszler match that she had. I don't think she ever had a match as good as the Revel uh, is it what was it what was the women's pay per view called again? Evolution. Evol- I don't think she had a, a great match since then. And I know you're talking about a decade. And I know that Liger was is into Twilight Years. But you can't, you can't not have Liger through.
2: I I agree, and then we we again, this is one of those Finn Becky situations in that Kyrie has has done a lot of things that are loved by fans, but in terms of accomplishments, she doesn't have a lot. She's one of my young classic. That's huge. She won NXT title, and she won women's tag championships. I'm not poo pooing those at all. But Liger is fucking Liger. <laughs> you know, he's the most famous cruiserweight ever not named Rey Mysterio. Maybe even more famous than Rey Mysterio if you factor the other side of the world.
1: Yeah.
2: So, uh, I'm going to go with Liger out of respect. No diss to Kyrie. Okay,
0: so, Liger's through.
1: Okie doke. Number 16. Right.
0: This is it. I wanted to keep this one for the end, but I feel like I can't, so we just run it in order. Okay. Maybe this isn't as big as a matchup that I think it is. I think it's fucking huge. The Young Bucks. Would you like to take a guess who they were randomly generated against? Russo's? No. Any Omega? No. I can't even... Li- ha! <laughs> <laughs> this is the one I text you to That is great. Ri-
2: Alright, so... Let, let me for, just for a second, please, if you will. Off to the top, this seems ridiculous. However... It's not. This is a very legitimate battle for the, for the fact that John Cena has been the biggest draw WWE outside of Becky and Roman for a couple of years because he's been gone. Man of, he's not only is a perennial main eventer, but he's a l- legit movie star. Multiple championships, multiple pay-per-views, this, that, and the other. Multiple WrestleManias. But the Young Bucks may be the most successful non-WWE act ever be- and to say that because, excuse me, because Sting finally went, right? They may be the most successful act to never take WWE. They are one of the highest merchandise sellers in the world because they got to deal with the legit companies and they are not Cody, I'm sorry, not Kenny. The Bucks are the reason the Bullet Club got hot in America and the reason AEW really became a thing. That's more of them than Cody to me, because Cody jumped in a ready-made vehicle. Yep. Right? So, I think of all these things, and I'm still going to say John Cena. Fuck the Bucks. Wow. Right. <laughs> but it's a, legit, it's a legit competition. It was a legit conversation. But it was John Cena. So we're talking 2010.
0: Now, if we even went back to, even if we went 2008, Cena whitewashes them. Bucks are, as Ryan says, the most successful act out with WWE. The number one Met sellers, and could well be in professional wrestling. I don't know those kind of fucking stats, nor do I care. But it carries weight. Hugely successful in Japan. Yep. Part of the Bullet Club, being the elite, Let's be honest about it. As Ryan's put it, they were, even though Tony Cansbury and Cody might be the face or whatever, Bucks were the real driving force behind the creation of AEW and everything that they've done. Have been one of the best tag teams in the world for a long time. It isn't... It is so close. What we need to remember, in, two, in the 2000s, Sorry, two thousand and tens. Cena had that US Open Challenge
1: run.
2: Oh, you're right. Damn. A lot, a lot. <laughs> I
0: think I you think Cena's so absolute much. what was that?
1: You love that one so much. Ricky. It is tremendous.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I Cena. I can't wait to hear what noted John Cena hater Clive has to say. I'm I'm so excited.
0: I know where he's gonna go. And it's my vote, I think. I think my vote's going to mean nothing. Like, oh my God, this is so difficult. And the reason I say it's so difficult is because I think seeing his work in the 2010s, finally put him, in my opinion, above certain people on the Mount Rushmore. Maybe i have taken him to number one on the Mount Rushmore. I think that was the final, like, stamp that was like, yeah I've been this big Mertzell and I've done all these five moves, I've done blah blah blah, but I then started putting on, like, absolute great matches and I talk about his US title run. he had two back-to-back bangers with Cesaro on Raw he had the KO trilogy he had with Sami Zayn by the oh. way, Sami Zayn wrestled that entire match with a separated shoulder he had, he was involved in a triple threat with Seth and Brock. You got a match with Neville,
2: that was fire. This is so. Oh! I don't know. Really you know who you're
0: know. picking? Clive, I you know, know who
2: you're
1: one.
0: picking? Clive, you you may as well take a pick. I don't know who to pick.
1: Well, I'm in a quandary because I have no love at all for either of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it so good.
1: Yep. Uh, I I have an active dislike towards John Cena I have an active dislike towards the Young Bucks um, I think the Young Bucks have played quite a pivotal role in this us versus them that we've seen on social media in the last few years and I don't think that's healthy at all um, but I just can't stand John Cena.
2: Oh, so what does is, what is that what does that mean? What are you saying, sir? John Cena's one. <laughs> <laughs> See, right? I mean, come on, man. We can talk all this talk all we want. We can make all these arguments all we want. But at the end of the day, it's a tag team versus one of the greatest draws in wrestling history. Come on, dog! Come on, dog! Like I would pick if if I would pick the I would pick Cena over the Road Warriors if the Road Warriors' best decade because ultimately it's a tag team against a singles guy.
1: And let's not forget, like not not just the the Super Run in 2015, the matches with AJ Styles. Yep.
0: uh,
1: The the program with CM Punk, the program with Brock Lesnar, twice. Um, I mean, there was a lot of lows, though. There was a lot of lows in the Young Bucks. mm, I
2: would agree. Completely would agree with that. The Young Bucks, for most of the decade, were known as guys that just had, that was known as Pop Monkeys. It wasn't, I've watched the Young Bucks from PWG on. The first time I ever saw them wrestle, I've seen them wrestle. Three matches in my lifetime that I can say, damn, they really, they really are wrestling a good match, and that was the match with uh, Candace and that guy who we won't talk about. That was Quite the match. We won't talk about. Well, the <laughs> one guy that teamed with yeah. Candice that likes to put people's hands on his dick. Yes. Um, the match with them and um, uh, well, I guess Ford because the FTR match was cool. The match with them versus Kenny and Kota, Golden Lovers, and then the match against the match against Kenny and, Adam, and uh, Adam Page. Like, they wrestle story-round match when they want to, but that you're talking about, like, that's four out of, like, hundreds. How many meaningless junior tag title reigns did they have in New Japan? Nobody cared. How many spot fests did they have in Ring of Honor? They were fun matches to watch, but they didn't mean nothing. Everything John
0: Cena did meant something, even if it was bad. I'll accept. I'm. I'm voted. Let's move on, shall we? This next matchup. This is hilarious.
2: <laughs> Brock Lesnar versus, versus Gail Kim. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: What is it? Brock Lesnar
0: versus Gail Kim. <laughs> It's not even like like Gail was amazing for impact. Like she really was. She was great, but
2: Man. You know, let's not debate I, it here. I feel a certain way about Gail Kim personally. I'll give her flowers because she was fantastic in the ring. But I I don't I don't I don't fuck with Gil Kim. But yeah. Brock Lesnar would snap her like a twig. And I say that Brock Lesnar would snap like four hundred pound men like a twig, so just to her.
1: I mean you know my feelings on Brock Lesnar, but He's a monster.
2: Oh
0: yeah, like I said There's no point in debate. I don't think we need to debate him. Um, many.
2: But what about Gail Kim? Six different. No, it's breakfast
0: That's I, I feel I feel bad about this next matchup. <laughs> I didn't. I can't believe we've done on this. Daniel Bryan versus the Usos.
1: Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
2: like fun. I
0: feel, I feel for the next two, we don't really need to, do, to have much of a discussion. Like I don't, I don't think this needs to be talked about very much. Do you think?
2: Is is the next match have a tag team in it too? No. Oh. okay never
0: But ever. I think there's a there's there's a definitive one out in on the next one, especially from your point of view, Hans.
2: Ah. So I assume it's, it's somebody versus Cody. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's
0: the other way. The other way. You 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 love this man. So I think it would all go on, Daniel Bryan.
1: I mean, the Yes movement returning from life-threatening injury and the Captain Planet run, nothing else needs to be said.
0: Nothing else needs to be said other than the Yes movement.
1: Uh huh. but I preferred the Captain Planet
2: run. Captain Planet was better than the Yes movement. Yes, exactly. I'll say about the Yes
0: movement, only as I say that is because I'll harken back to that conversation I had with Clive, where I say is go watch it again. There's a guy in there, Daniel Bryan, who's getting popped in receptions and it's over. Like, I've not seen this like the Austin days. Like, it's ridiculous. Um. Right, so next up, we've got Paige versus your boy, Naito.
2: Oh. ass, bro. Come on now.
0: Cl- Clive, are you, are you making a note of everyone that we've picked? I am. <laughs> I think oh, someone is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you said you were doing it, so I haven't been. I
0: know, I know, but, like... I
2: stopped after a couple of but I remember them all anyway. No.
1: Thank you Come to on. the guest who's. <sighs> this
2: one. Well, I'm not a guest, sir. I'm the friend in Ricky and Clive and Friends.
1: I've not, I've not made my pick. I mean. But, but, but,
2: wait, hold on. Wait, time out. You're Danny really Brian? thinking about Page versus Daito or Brian versus Usos?
1: I was thinking of Page versus Capitalism. <laughs> <sighs> uh Right. Yeah
0: uh, next Yep. Uh, let me scroll back down. This is interesting, like I know where it's going, but it, it's 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 a good matchup. Our boy Jay White versus A. J. Styles.
2: Oh my god, that is a WrestleMania main event or a or a main event.
1: That's yeah, fantastic. I'd love to see that. That's a beautiful match and Fair play to Jay White, because if we were doing this in 10 years' time, for the 2020s, best of, then Jay White's going to be up there, but come on, come on now.
2: Agreed.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
2: Alan? No, like, you
0: know, back end of his Impact stuff, New Japan stuff, debut in WWE, and Jay White's fucking great. Jay White really is, but, yeah, man. Uh,
2: Jay will be untouchable in 10 years. In 10 years, Jay Will win this running away.
0: hmm
2: But yeah, right now, yeah, it's AJ.
0: Okey-doke. Next up, we have. Clive, I believe you picked Roosh, didn't you? I picked Roosh. Oh, okay. Versus Tommaso. The Tommaso? Tommaso Champa. Roosh
2: versus Daddy? Yes. Brian, I'd like. This one. You, I know you don't know much about Roosh. But I know she. We are we are we are Champa followers. We 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 pray at the altar of Ciampa. hmm. And I love Ciampa.
1: Ooh. So much. Lance, what are you doing?
2: I'm I'm not saying I'm picking Roosh. I'm just saying, again, multiple promotions, world champion. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, Ciampa was an afterthought in Ring of Honor and an afterthought for a good portion of NXT. We're really only talking three years he's been relevant in NXT.
1: From a personal standpoint, that 2018 run is peerless. Absolutely peerless.
0: Do you know any other wrestler? In recent time, it's come out to no music because he's that hated. God, just so we can hear the booze. (sighs) That's that
1: was disgusting.
2: I remember when that happened. Oh, and then, and then when when he got music, the first thing that Clive texted me was, "I'm so pissed he has music now (laughs) because he just wanted to come out to the ring to booze for the rest of his career." Yeah. No, look, I love
1: Champa. Champa.
2: I'm just saying it's much closer than we think. And it's because you guys don't know the history of Yup, yeah. yo, yo wanna, You want to give credit to Finn Balor for creating um, Bullet Club or being the main person of Bullet Club? Roots was one of the founders of Los Ingranables.
0: Okay.
1: Uh-huh. But he didn't spit on a man's wedding, did he now? No, 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 he did not.
2: Just because you said that you swayed me, I'm going with Champa because he spit on a man's wedding ring and threw that shit in the crowd.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was a bit harsh. He threw that shit into the crowd. Is that your? Is that your stance on marriage in general, or just Johnny Gargano's marriage?
2: Hey man, I can neither confirm nor deny. So both. Pretty much.
0: (laughs) Next matchup we have (laughs) Austin Aries versus Miyu Iwatani Mayu Iwatani
2: Oh. Mayu, yeah.
0: Yep. Mm. I like Diries, like I like the Aries in two o' five and I quite like them in impact and stuff, but nah. <sighs> Next up. Really? Uh this one real well oh. we have got two unless you want to chime in with Austin Aries two five over there.
1: Rance wasn't confirming the. I thought he did, sorry. confirming the pronunciation.
2: Uh, sorry, I thought he did. Who did you all pick? Well, he picked Mayu.
1: Who did, you, who did you, you picked Mayu?
2: Yep. Who did you pick, Clive? No one yet. So, look. I... abhor... aries. <sighs> For those of you listening at home, Abhor is a level past hatred. However, 10 years, Austin Aries, in in the past 10 years, Austin Aries has won a Ring of Honor World Championships. Austin Aries has won two Impact World Championships. Austin Aries created the, the, the Royal X where you win in Destination X, you can turn in the Exhibition Championship and win the World Championship. Austin uh, Aries has been a major, I, don't know, I could to call him a major factor in NAC, but he was interesting. Mm. Uh, he was, <laughs> you know, I mean, he 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 got a he got a he he wrestled in every uh, until Nakamura not to fucking I sack it out. He wrestled on every takeover he was in when he was there, so I guess it's something.
1: Uh, uh, and I'm not meaning to be biased here, but. Uh, was more interesting in two oh five than it was in NXT.
2: No, that's and that's, that's no question. You're absolutely right. Um no question at all. Um and he was good in was good in in, in two oh five. He just ran into Neville who was a buzzsaw.
1: But they had amazing matches
2: but He had amazing matches too. I think the conversation that needs to be had about this is we know the we can list uh, again all of the criteria of what Austin Aries has done and like we can't list the criteria of Mayu I know that Mayu may be if not the one of the most decorated Joshi wrestlers of the decade I can tell you that I know she's won uh, that started world championship multiple times Um, I can tell you that Um, but I can't tell you anything else so it is as well. Yeah, I got to go with Aries only because it's the devil I know versus the devil I don't. And I hate it. But I can tell you everything Aries has done. I can't tell you what Iwitani has done. And I love my Iwatani. I've seen her work and I think she's fantastic. But I just, yeah. It sucks, bro. I know.
1: Becky, you're on mute, friend. Are you eating too? Sorry. Sorry, sorry.
0: Um, I was actually eating a sweet. I was saying she's one of the wrestlers that debuted at Wrestle Kingdom earlier on this year, but it's fine too. They didn't to see that it. shit. They were going to see that shit. That
2: shit was like closed off.
0: Um, Next one we don't need to discuss. Nick Aldis versus Okada. Oh, Jesus.
2: Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who versus
1: Okada? Nick Aldis. Licky, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, you you
2: you you know Carl would troll just to be Carl, and would pick Aldis because he likes Nick Aldis, but it's Okada. No, no. I don't,
0: I don't. think he would because I think he's he would love to have Okada versus Roman in the final. He would, but he's also a
2: troll by heart, and I said that with love. Yep. Right, next matchup
0: That's interesting. Asuka versus
2: Sasha Banks. Oh my god.
1: Oh, oh shit. Oh.
2: you gonna hate my answer. Y'all gonna hate my fucking answer.
0: You wanna say Sasha? No. I'm how, gonna say Asuka.
2: How can you pick against Asuka? No diss to Sasha. Sasha's a much bigger star. Nine of clothes. Oscar was undefeated for like 700, 500 and some odd days. Oscar yep. was so undefeated, they had to take the title away from her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oscar's won multiple world championships on the main roster, on both brands. Asuka's defended multiple times on the main roster, on both brands. Tag team championships. Like, I, it's, it's... Yeah, man. It's Asuka. Yeah, it's definitely-
0: and also... You know, like she took a hell of a beating from Suzuki. Well,
2: that's another, that's another alone, point. Yes, that she's That's another point. If you're talking about before WWE, that's Sasha cool. was a Sasha okay. was a was unknown. Yep, Asuka was a star in stardom. So that's a good point.
1: Yep, Asuka. Oh.
2: this is sorry, Sasha.
1: Now, if
0: it was WWE alone, that would have been a real interesting debate.
2: What were you saying, Cliff?
1: This is cutthroat stuff.
2: Good. Right.
0: Oh, this is interesting. Johnny Gargano.
2: CM Punk. Oh, no. No, wait. Punk left the business in, what, 2012 or 2014?
1: No, I mean it's two people
2: that I've. Like, oh, you, you still, you really don't like Tony Gargano? I know you don't like him in the ring, but you don't like Gargano. I think he's a
1: wee funny. Right, Jesus <laughs> Christ.
2: Um,
0: no, Punk left in thirteen.
2: So we're talking three years of the highest of the highest of the high, or ten years of doing everything at a at a very good level.
0: Yeah, so it was basically it was thirteen because basically like he, I think his last appearance was like the rumble of fourteen around so, about so,
2: the so then. So you. Yeah, 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 the rumble. Yeah, so three years, yeah. Yeah, right. so I'm going punk.
1: Okay, right. Now I'm going again, like, I don't mind Gargano. And it sounds odd that I'm saying this because he's in my favourite ever NXT match. But that's because he got his ass handed to him. Like he was absolved of his sins. Oh, hell. Uh, but I don't really care much for him and I don't like Punk. So I'm going to go with the same reasoning that I did for the Bucks and Cena. Punk's podcast with uh, Cabana. That's when it started setting in motion the, the Roman Reigns hate. And that was another thing that created an us versus them mentality on social media, which is not good for mental health. So... Fuck you, Punk. See you later.
2: No. I muted that so you wouldn't hear the class, but I am giving a standing ovation to Clibert.
1: And and the Cena versus CM Punk match is so overrated. As just
2: the...
0: just take him off the pod.
2: Wait, hold on. You 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 said it too much. You should have stopped. You was good, <laughs> and the best part about it, Rick, you saw he dro- he dropped the mic and sat back in his chair yep. like, "What now?" It had- <laughs> so are you are you going Gargano? Okay. I'm going Gargano. Oh, my, here's my re- here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. Here's my reasoning. Punk is it, we're not talking about if Punk wrestled all ten years and just had a great three year run at the peak. Punk only wrestled three years of the decade. Gargano for ten years has That's been the mine. face. He's been the face of TNA, uh, not TNA of, of NXT. He's been the face of PWG. He's been the face of Evolve. He's won every title there is to win that was outside of the WWE or Ring of Honor TNA because he didn't go to those companies because he was too busy making more money on the indies. Plus, he's married to Candice LeRae. So his peak was
0: so high. Somewhere of punk stuff with Brock, stuff with Taker, stuff with Cena, stuff with Daniel Bryan, stuff with, stuff with
2: Champa, stuff with like Black, stuff with Priest,
1: stuff, stuff with who with... With... Uh-huh. with Cole, stuff with
0: DIY. Punk opened a door, and you know that.
1: Punk, I'm telling you, Punk played a massive part in this toxic, digital world we live in. Nah, and, and more.
2: yes, and y'all be giving Punk too much credit, because y'all, I, Daniel Bryan was signed before Punk ever was. Oh, no,
0: we know that, we know that, we know Daniel, because, I mean, he had, like, a great match with Punk, but, uh,
2: let's just well, move what, on. What I'm saying is, so many people like to say, man, Punk opened so many doors to people, Bryan was doing it before Punk was there. Next matchup.
1: See you later, punk.
0: Miko. Fresh assigned to. Which was, you know, our one's favourite brand. hmm. And. A tribal chief himself.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, no. No, no.
2: It's not
0: here.
1: That is not fair. Can I
0: make my case before anyone... Oh, oh. I mean, I, the way you sounded like this, this was going to be a toss-up.
2: Meek Osatomura
0: versus the tribal chief? Yes, just the way... Right, okay, it was just the way you were... I thought you were going to really debate it there.
2: No, the, the
1: tribal chief is months old.
2: The Roman, Romans. I was about to say, you really want to actually have a discussion about this? I thought you were about to. Look, man, don't let me stop you from living your life, bro. If you, if you need to talk this out,
1: I know. Oh, um, no, see, I don't. The month Tribal Chief is months old out of ten years. Okay, oh, yes, as a big
2: start, but. Face go ahead, I'm listening I'm no. Hold on, face it out, I'm listening Go ahead not... You, you, know, you, you talked to Roman Reigns Superfan by the way
1: I know, I have not enjoyed I have not enjoyed I have not enjoyed what I have consumed with Roman Reigns all the time since he went to, Fair. to single star. Fair enough,
2: question for you So who's, so who's your pick? Hold on, 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 hold on. Please, one second, Rick. Question for you, Clive. Name me three Miko More matches you've seen.
1: I pick Roman Reigns.
2: Thank you very much. <laughs> All
0: right. We're going Roman, we're going Roman.
2: And, and let me give you, let me give you folks a history lesson. The Shield debuted in 2014. Mm-hmm. 2012? No, no. No, 2012. You're right. I'm sorry. So, if we're talking a decade, he was already in one of the greatest factions ever. The second, the third year in the decade. So, like,
1: come on. Uh, And, let's not forget the absolute classic, and I'm not even joking. Last man man standing match against Big Show. TLC match against Shamu.
0: By the way, we have a great matchup coming. Shortly, um, right. So next up, we have Haromo Takahashi versus Nakajima. Uh,
1: I'm claiming ignorance here, but I'm going for Taka. Hiromo. Taka. Mm-hmm. Who's Taka? Taka Nashi? Takahashi.
2: Hiromo. Oh, oh! I thought you was. I was gonna say like Mishinoku. <laughs> yeah, Haromo. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah, time. as well. Time bomb, yeah, time bomb.
0: Yep. <sighs> right, next one. I don't think we need to say too much.
2: Jay Lethal versus Charlotte. <laughs> is this the first one where a woman's gonna be the man?
1: No. Becky Lynch beat Finn Balor.
2: You're right. You're right. My bad You're right.
0: Next, this is a match. This is this is interesting.
1: So, but watch, watch. Watch. that one,
2: yeah. Yep. So we're all going
0: Charlotte. Cody Rhodes
2: versus Chris Jericho. That's a damn good matchup.
1: <sighs> That's not even anywhere near up for a debate. Okay. That is Chris Jericho every day
2: of the week. You're right. You're right. It's not a conversation. Boy. I just think the names alone is a good matchup. But you're right. Yeah, Cody, like Cody, Cody hasn't done anything that can be considered in Jericho's league. And his, and if you give Cody his whole career and you give Jericho just the two years in AEW, Cody still ain't done nothing bigger than Jericho's uh,
0: The only, the only thing I would give about Cody would be that obviously remember he had that list when he left WWE. There's a few people on there. Um, obviously started the list. What was that?
2: Was it, was it Jericho already doing that list before Cody did that?
0: Yeah, I know, but I think it was just, like, I think he created, like, a list, a list of wrestlers he wanted to wrestle, kind of thing.
2: Um
0: yeah. I'm not, like, mean, I'm going Jericho, obviously. Um, I'm just saying, like, I think there's some factors there. Cody, obviously, contributing to AEW, kind of thing, uh, building that company up, creating it. So, but I think, I think, I think Ryan's probably said it right. I think the names make it sound like it's a closer matchup than it actually is once you kind of start digging into it. Because, I mean... Jericho, but it says even the stuff he's done out with WWE. You know, we've not been like big fans of certain things, but yeah, they're still Jericho. And,
2: and let me say this real quick, just just for the record, Cody did do one of the greatest feats ever in wrestling history. No, and I'm not I'm not joking. No, there's there's not being facetious. He wrestled at a WrestleMania, uh Bound for Glory, a Final Battle, and a Wrestle Kingdom in one calendar year. Yep. Like that will never be done again. So, Give that man that credit for that. But, I mean,
0: yeah. when you're able, when you're able to like strong arm certain people into those situations.
2: <laughs> yeah, you sure.
0: Know. So,
1: the, uh, the, I think Jericho. I mean, he's. I'm not a fan at all of his recent stuff. He's quite alienating overall, rather than compelling. But he's going to go far in this tournament.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. Although, like, he'll be coming up against Roman at some point. No, he won't.
1: he will keep getting Roman he, versus
0: Okada quite soon.
2: Oh. Even if he was, oh. you got to remember going to twenty ten, Jericho versus HBK in the ladder match. Yes. Jericho and Jericho and Edge. Mm-hmm. Like, there is some the, the, list the run of with Jericho and the show. The list of Jericho. There are some like bankers in there.
1: The list of Jericho, New Japan.
2: He will yeah, go pain very Yeah, the first, oh, the first o- Omega match. There's like some really, really yep. big yep. Jericho moments in a decade. So next up, we got
0: Goto mm-hmm. versus Nagata.
2: Oh God!
1: Who, me... who are you guys going for for that one? Cause...
2: so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Hiroki Goto for this one reason. No, this is using Nagata, and I know Nagata used to be an ace there and had great moments in the past, but largely over the last part of this decade, he's been kind of relegated to that the New Japan dads part of the of the the card. Every now and then we have a big match, but most most of the time he's starting off in a multiple time tag match. to throw him in a tournament when they need him. Dodo, while massively overrated is has been a part of a bunch of major stories a bunch of major matches he's had a lot of title wins the whole Shibata return was a was a a, a an endeavor to big up Goto cuz Shibata and Goto were best friends from high school
0: yep
2: so like i got to go with Goto we'll go to as
1: is that what your pick was going to be yep hey that's fine with me then uh...
0: Down to the final two. Right, this one I don't think needs much discussion because that final matchup's interesting. We got second last matchup. We got Kenny Omega versus Rocky Romero.
2: So I will put in Kenny.
1: In fact, Kenny would have that face on as well. After that, the face when he beat (laughs) Sonikus.
0: Final matchup. Are you ready it can I wonder if he's able to name those an all women matchup?
1: It's Eoshirai versus Bailey, isn't it? Correct. Oh that's a nice match. It is. And Bailey has had a monstrous twenty twenty and she had a monstrous twenty fifteen, like huge. <sighs> there were two big years for her.
2: First ever WWE women's triple crown champion. And meaning she won the world title in, in Ross and Ross met on NXT. First ever women's Grand Slam champion because she won all three world championships and she won the women's tag championships. Like, she's won her debut match at WrestleMania. Like, she's won, actually, she won multiple title matches at WrestleMania. Like, Io Shirai had great moments and she ran stardom. She, I believe it was her, her sister, and Kyrie were a team or something like that. But she ran stardom. But I mean, I don't see how you can pick pick S. Bailey here, personally.
1: Bailey is ridiculously decorated in a place where the the brass ring is small.
0: She had a lull of about a good eighteen months or so of doing absolutely nothing.
1: Yus I didn't do much in NXT for quite some time as well.
0: But as Ryan says, she was
2: the boss of them. And E and EO had multiple title matches. Like remember she fought Shayna like three times.
1: Remember that cage match, Rance?
2: Oh my Jesus Christ. <sighs> Lord have mercy. Can we just do a, a, a top list? tournament of best NXT women's cage
1: matches <laughs> well, I, would, I would happily do that while erect no, it's not, right, for, so not for the here women, we go. just the cage matches
0: I will read out the winners and I will read out the matches we've got next week so do you want um, to do that
1: because it takes away the surprise but if you do that's fine
0: no, because we've already got the bracket laid out, so people will know themselves.
1: Right. Okay. So
0: here we go. Matchup number one is going to be Moxley versus Tanahashi. Oh, fucking hell. Seth Rollins versus A New Day. Mm. Suzuki versus Zack Saber Junior. Mm.
2: Oh, the the hold on, the OG versus the uh, the what is it? The uh, student versus the teacher.
0: Yep. Piece of shit versus piece of shit. That's Tessa Blanchard versus Will Ospreay.
1: Fearing. Oh god almighty.
0: Shibata versus Becky Lynch.
1: Kevin-,
0: Kevin Owens versus Nakamura. <gasps> oh, oh,
1: oh my oh, god. Oh, oh. Hey, I'm falling in sick next week. I'm not forsaken in this.
0: <laughs> oh my oh, oh my lord. Oh my lord. look at this matchup coming up soon. We've got Pentagon versus Ishimori. I,
2: I see the two you're talking about. Oh,
0: Ishii versus Cena. Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan.
1: <gasps> oh my god.
0: Oh my goodness. There's so many good matchups. Naito versus AJ. Champa versus Austin Aries. Okada, so versus Okada versus Asuka.
2: That, look, oh, hold watch. on, hold on. Oh. That would be an actual fire match. <laughs> All jokes aside, that would be fantastic.
0: we got this next one, Gargano Roman. Squash. Takahashi, Charlotte.
2: Takahashi would give her a match.
0: Jericho, Goto. Squash. Omega, Bailey.
2: Look, if Kenny, if Kenny is sold for a blow-up doll, he'll sell like hell for Bailey.
0: Oh my lord! Do you know what's going to happen in the round after that? We got a versus Roman.
2: End the podcast, guys.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and if all goes well, we're hoping it is. We're going to have the Keeping It Strong style boys on for that. You could have those two definitely vouching and voting for a card versus us two going for Roman, and someone's got to relent.
1: Can you imagine a 2016 Rainmaker versus the Tribal Chief?
0: Listen, I'm going to give a shout out to Carl. Carl always says it. Give me Okada versus Roman, whether that's at WrestleMania or um, Wrestle Kingdom. Like that, he wants that main event. He, he says that for a good
2: few years now. Few. That's
1: the
2: biggest match that could ever happen in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Not ever.
1: But for Smacks, yes.
0: So before we finish, because I am literally on my last part here. Right. Okay. I know what Vance just says right before we do um Showers and etc. What is the biggest match that could be made in wrestling this very moment?
2: Ryan's O'Connor.
1: Where does
0: Mox and Reigns come into that? Mox? I know people are going to say, well, we saw this, but I'm talking about
2: modern, current Mox versus current Roman. No. Nope. The only thing that. The only, thing that could, the only thing that could touch Reigns Okada is Reigns versus The Rock, if Rock wants to come back and do it.
1: Well, Moxley's only interested in hardcore matches as well.
2: It'd be fun to see Roman step into that world, but I—it's not interesting because you've seen them to them to wrestle each other. And to be fair, they have not wrestled each other in singles a lot. But I think when I think of dream match, it's got to be something that we haven't seen before. Because it can't be a dream if you've seen it.
0: Have we seen that single's match?
2: Yes. Yeah, I remember he won his first title. For his first title in the Survivor Series was against it Was
1: a, It was a bit pants of a match as oh, well.
2: Oh, that's right. We're thingy cast in. Yeah. Uh, Seamus. Five, Seamus 515 says, I just broke yep. it, your arse.
0: You move? Move?
2: Job
1: match man. that we never got that I would have loved to have seen. Brock Lesnar and Batista.
2: That would have been nice.
1: That would have been nice.
2: That would really Do, be Throw me Brock in any of the top four in in, uh, in WWE. I'll rock with, I'm not WWE, in, in uh, New Japan. Give me Brock Okada. Give me Brock Naito. Give me Brock Tanahashi. Give me Brock Ibushi, because Ibushi would break his neck three times in a row selling for Brock. Happily.
0: A young would. boy would say no for that. He's a big. He's a big believer in Brock. Thinks he doesn't get the recognition he deserves.
1: This wouldn't be the the most business, biggest business match I've had in wrestling, but I need to see Pete Dunne versus Jay White once in my life. I need to.
0: (laughs) I would love to see Jay White, uh, um, Roman as well.
2: And I want to. I want to see just because of the history of the Sables. I want to see. Uh, I want to see Naito versus Andrade oh. I would I would enjoy that because number one wrestling wise they match well but Naito when he got kind of cast away from New Japan his excursion was with AAA or CMLL rather I think and uh, Los, In- Los Ingranables so right. Ricky if you're battery
1: time yep. uh, we'll, we'll wrap things up thank you for doing the, the donkey work gentlemen, taking the notes and <laughs> updating the, the stuff Wait, well, I was... I mean,
0: at some point during this podcast I had to I just like, pull my
1: weight aye you <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> want to tell us <laughs> if I can find you
2: is Ray Cash R-E-Y as in wow. material, C-A-S-H as in Dollars check out all my shit on ShareShop Media
1: and we Are you right, ready for this? Let's go. We are at Ricky and Clive. We No shit, i fucked it already. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Ricky Clive Wrestling Show, part of the social suplex podcasting network where you can find other shows such as One Nation Radio, Keeping It Strong Still, Go and watch this shit, Great Match Generator, Grave Consequences, All Things Elite, and 8 Bits Podcast. 8-Bit Suplex Podcast. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast app of your choice. You can find us at socialsuplex.com as well as the other columns that we do there. They can get sent direct to your email inbox if you press the button to subscribe. Press the donate button on the show notes and you can donate towards us getting nice webcams and some fancy uniforms to wear during the podcast. <laughs> um, speaking of clothing, teas.net, head over to the Social Suplex page. You can find some Social Suplex Tees there. With the Wrestling Squared Circle on the Facebook that's the Facebook group and we're at Ricky and Clive on Twitter and we are out of here.
0: That was a good show.
1: Right. Tune in next week for round two of what is going to be a tasty, tasty night ahead. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Rands. Thank you, Ricky. Yep. Thank you, baby Jesus. Take care, folks. Happy Kwanzaa. Night night. <laughs>
0: I I am literally just about to cut off, so I will catch up with you soon.
2: Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive
1: Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time.